Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from at Noel Hernandez. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. We're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, which is actually some s'mores cereal. That, oh guys, it's so good. So I actually found out about s'mores cereal. I was following this person on Instagram, of course, and her and her husband were doing a cereal taste test. And mm-hmm. of like all these crazy cereals, like Oreos, and, you know, all the yeah. crazy ones that you're like, who eats those? Well, they tried them and their top picks were the s'mores one. And then there was another one. Oh, the honey bun cereal. And I tried that one and it was okay, but this one is really, really good. Can you tell them what they like, what's in it? So you have, you know, cinnamon toast crunch, which is the graham crackers, cocoa puffs, which is the chocolate. And just marshmallows in it. And it's not like, you know, regular marshmallows, but it's also not like the uh, Lucky Charms marshmallows too much. That are like super hard and like full of color. Like Mm -hmm. they're white and they're soft and they're delicious. They're so good. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I love it. And I have some caramel popcorn with peanuts. So I'm going to wait till junk time to dig in, but I'm really excited about it. Also, you must know, I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Candace, this is Mr. Monk and the Genius, season seven, episode two. So, here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see Mr. Monk writing Natalie her weekly check when a woman named Linda Kloster comes in to hire Monk. She has a strange request asking that Adrian solves a murder before it even happens. Her murder. The challenge isn't to find the killer, but that he's one of the smartest men alive. Her husband, Patrick Kloster, a chess grandmaster with an IQ of 180. She has come to terms with her own demise, and Monk promises to solve her case. Next, we see Linda dead in her bedroom with no obvious reason for her death. Monk is quick on the scene, and he surprisingly solves the case soon after. Linda was a recovering alcoholic, but secretly had been sneaking drinks to cope with the trust. Of course, Patrick is always a step ahead and knew she was drinking again, so he crushed up some oleander plants from his garden and poisoned her. No one would ever check her hidden stash, so it was a perfect plan. Until Monk realized that Coster's first wife had died very young as well. He knew that if he could get wife number one's body exhumed, there would be proof that she was poisoned too. But the toxicology report comes back negative. After an intense game of actual chess, Monk finally proves how he did it. He had been correct all along, but Kloster had simply switched the body of his first wife with another of the person in the cemetery, so the talk screen would be clear. Kloster loses their real-life chess match, and it's checkmate for Mr. Monk. All right, that was Mr. Monk and the genius. Yes, it was, Candace. So, (laughs) Noah, what did you like about this episode? Actually, my first thing is a quote, which is, I scream every payday from Natalie. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I just heard some screaming. She's like, yeah, that's that's me, just payday, yeah. No, <laughs> no big deal. Okay, I put, good plot. Hiring Monk after the fact, 
Because we've seen people come into his apartment and hire him for something, but never the victim of the crime. Mm -hmm. And so, like, right off the bat, you're just like, wow, that's just a really good premise and a Mm -hmm. really good, like, where is this going type thing. So, I liked that. I liked the plot. I also enjoyed the plot. So, Randy wants Sotomayor to put down his cup because (laughs) he knows that Sotomayor is going to be very mad at the news he's about to tell him. So, he's like... You're going to want to put that down, right? Randy, and- just tell me. <laughs> just tell me. Please, just put it down. At least take a sip. <laughs> and then he tells him the news that he slams the cup at the window anyways. So funny. Because like, I'm going to have to clean it up. And then her- <laughs> he wasn't wrong. Because it's funny because it's one of those moments where Randy's like, you're not going to believe this. And he's like, I'm ready, Randy. Just tell me the news. Just always assume that I'm ready. Because Randy does it all the time. Yeah. But this one, he actually was right. He was like, mm-hmm. look, you're going to throw your mug or something. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to make a mess. You're going to drop it. And he was totally right. So, And it was also hilarious. So, mm-hmm. I like how whenever the gang is walking on like the tarmac to go meet Kloster. Oh yeah. They meet him, I guess at, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Is it? In San yeah. Francisco? Okay. And he's like, cause the guy's always one step ahead. So he's like, Oh, I was expecting you in Vancouver. And Randy's <laughs> like, couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Randy. Thank you. We couldn't afford it. <laughs> okay. Good cop, bad monk. Stottlemyre with the pep talk to monk. Yeah. He's like, I know you really want to plant the evidence, Monk, but you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then dislike. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I know, right? I'm like, and yeah. And I personally thought that at first Monk was being kind of dramatic about it. Like, you know, I'm like, really? It's like, it's not getting to you. Like, can it really be getting to you that much? And then in that speech that Stoudemire is giving, you know, he's like, oh, we only had this conversation nine times. I've never thought that it would be with you. Mm-hmm. And Monk is like, you don't understand the way that she held my hands was the same way that Trudy held my hands when she was dying and after the car bomb. And so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess he wasn't being that dramatic. Yeah. But yeah, I put when Monk is too descriptive for the grieving old ladies, Oh, yeah. At the funeral home. And obviously he has the wrong person. Well, I guess it's not obvious at first, but he, we know, you know, now that he's got the wrong person. And these little old ladies are just trying to grieve their loved one. And he's like, it's okay. We're just going to borrow her body for a little while. It's no big deal. And he's like, you're going to borrow her? He's like, yeah, yeah. We do it all the time. We're just going to cut out. Uh, we're, we're just going to cut her open just, just a little bit. <laughs> we're going to slice off a teeny tiny piece of our liver and stomach and maybe take a little tiny imperceptible bit of fluid from her eyeball like on tv who likes tv <laughs> who likes tv oh man it's, it's so funny so it's so funny um i like when natalie says this who just out smarter the smartest guy in the world you did you, you did. did and so it made me wonder what is now the smartest guy in the world Oh, Not technically, but... Yeah? Yeah, that's good. He beat the smartest guy in the world, no? I remember when we were watching it, you were like... Uh, when Natalie said that, you were like, Monk is about to get the smartest guy in the world. It was so... Fu- like, yeah. Like, because you... Like you said, does that mean that Monk is the smartest guy in the world? Like, oh, he's about to get him. So mm-hmm. he's about to get him. Yeah. Uh, I also like that part. I also like when um, Monk gets into Kloster's head. Uh, after he breaks into the house... And he's going to plant the oleander powder. 
he goes to take it back, right? And then Closter's like, oh, I didn't think that you would do that. But he obviously did think that he would do that because he was sitting there. But yeah. <laughs> and then when Monk starts questioning him, like, oh, you were married before, right? And then you can see Closter, he's like starting to like look up like, oh, yes, good for you. You figured that out. Oh, and that's that's when he starts quaking in his boots. Yeah. And I really like that. He's like, oh, so I see. Okay. And then Monk's starting to connect the dots. Yeah, and yeah. then Closter's like freaking out. So I thought that was good. I thought it was good. I agree. I really like the entire stakeout scene, you know, trying to get in his head, reading all of his books. And he like trying to be secretive. And then he walks up to their car like. You guys want any refreshments? <laughs> it's, they're like all trying to be like secretive, stakeout. Like, what does he say? I have to get in his mind because he's in my mind, and then we're in each other's minds. Or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's so funny. And so they're just sitting in there reading the books, and he's like, "Yeah, I just wanted to know if you guys wanted anything to drink." And it's just says lemonade <laughs> for Natalie and water for Bucket. His so Summit funny. Creek. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, and this is your brand, right?" And he's like, "Hmm." <laughs> And then he walks off and Natalie's like, what? He was right. I was thirsty. <laughs> and then he was like looking at her. How do you feel? He's like, what? What do you mean? He's like, well, I was just thinking it'd be a great idea to like poison us in these drinks. <laughs> so like, how do you feel? And she's like, Mr. Monk, I can't believe you. I've never seen you like this. And he's like, try the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's so funny. It's so good. Okay, I put, we've got Julie Shade, Julie Sass, and Julie Scheme. Okay. Oh my god! So we have Julie Shade, the first time she's playing chess with the Grandmaster Kid in the park, and you can see when they're kind of out of focus, but whenever uh, whenever Julie loses in like two seconds, the guy goes to shake her hand, she totally oh, she, dodges yeah. him. I was like, oh, Julie Shade, and I wrote it down. And then whenever she calls the guy later and she's like, uh, she or whenever they see the guy later at the tournament and she's like, mm. oh gosh, that guy is such a geep. And I was I like, that <laughs> it's the, um, he's like, what's a geep? And she's like, it's a creepy geek. <laughs> yeah. He's a creep who's, or it's a, it's a, it's a geek who's, who's also, also creepy. Creep. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so I was like, oh, Julie Sass, that was a good one. She made up her own word. And then the last one was Julie Scheme. When they get Monk into the tournament, she's like, oh, let me do this. And she walks over and she's like, oh, hi. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And I was like, what is she doing? And like, oh, she's flirting. Oh, she's pretty good at it. And I was like, okay, shut up. All he's right. Like, that's it. He, he says, this must not have been her first time. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I get it. Okay. Um, I, I also really like the whole chess scene where he's just like, not moving at all and just observing him. Monk is, he's like, okay, your move, Monk. Monk's just sitting there, like, not saying a word. And he he's defeated everyone else. And Monk's just sitting there. But I think it's also because Monk won't move the pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, it, re it reminded me, obviously, of the Sharona moment with Monk whenever they're playing chess. And she's like, um... He's about to win or something, and so she picks up a piece and she licks oh, it yeah. and puts it back. He's like, ah, you can't lick the queen. And he's like, what? Who said? And he's like, there's an unwritten, there, you know, you can't lick the queen. She's like, there's an unwritten licking the queen rule. And then uh, he's like, yes, you're not allowed to touch the other player's piece, or you're not allowed to touch any of the pieces on the board. And she's like, are you kidding me? You have been sexually harassing every piece on this board. <laughs> 
So it totally reminded me of that because he's like centering it and he yeah. keeps touching him and everything. So yeah, that was a total callback moment to that chess scene. Yep, that is all I have for likes. My last couple of things actually are like Patrick Closter. Like I don't necessarily like him. I have s- stuff about him and dislikes, but he's such a good person to go toe to toe with Monk. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, because, you know, we as the viewers think, oh, my gosh, Mr. Monk is like the smartest man alive. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, no, this is the actual smartest man alive. And then he's going against Monk. And then, of course, you know, Monk comes victorious in the end. But just the whole, you know, we've seen we've seen people like the astronaut who are very like high, well regarded and. But they're not the smartest person. Mm. They're not a step ahead of him. Like, literally one step ahead of everything he's doing. So I just thought that was really good. And um, I personally, to me, he's a very classic villain. I always think of, like, who's the worst? He's him? one of the worst in my head. Really? Yeah. I'm like, oh, the genius, for sure. Because he gets to him so bad. Wow. That's, that's just, that's my opinion. So, yeah. And then my last thing is just this is a very unique episode and the fact that not only does the victim hire Monk, but he solved the case at 19 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like he actually solved it. So not even halfway through. Yeah, not even ha- not even at the halfway mark. I made sure to I was like because I remembered how she died. I remembered what actually happened. Yeah. And so I was thinking You're like, "Wait, that's right." Yeah. And so I was like not like not like he got a false lead and was like, oh no, he actually did this. It was he got it right, but he was one step ahead of him, so he switched it up. Yeah. Did you did you think that he was right when he did it? When he said that here's what happened oh, and no. you thought he was wrong. I thought he was wrong. Okay, I thought it was yeah. too simple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That's one of my dislikes, actually. Yeah. And and to to go off that, I thought I remembered him being wrong. Like, oh, he's he's oh, wrong yeah, at first yeah. because this genius is so smart. He's wrong, and then when I saw it, I was like, wait. Is this right or is this wrong? Like it tripped me up because uh-huh. I I knew I thought I knew, but yeah, uh, but yeah, he actually did solve it. And then they did the real. Here's what happened in black and white at 19 minutes. So that was strange, but I mean, it yeah. was it was unique. And I think we'll talk about this more in just a second because mm-hmm. <laughs> what did we dislike about this episode? My main dislike, actually, Candace, is he wasn't that smart. The chess guy. Yeah. He was not smart? Okay. Well, he was... The only noticeably smart thing about him was him being able to guess that there was exactly five people <laughs> who was going, like, that he was going to meet at the airport. Yeah. He was like, oh, I have five chairs ready. And Natalie's like, how'd you know that? And he's like, don't insult me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the only, like, smart thing. Which was also him. very psychic vibes. Not yeah. smart vibes. How was yeah. he supposed to know that? Yeah. I know. I didn't get that. I didn't get that either. It was dumb. But, like, other than that, he's just not that. I don't know. Okay. He's a genius. Yeah, I actually had a plot hole about that. But I'll just go ahead and move it up because I think it's oh, relevant. Yeah, go ahead. Because you said he wasn't smart. So, was he not leaving them, like, breadcrumbs by saying, oh, it's the that poison was one pond. of my plot holes. Okay, um, yeah, I put it in a plot hole. Why would he give Monk clues with the chess moves? Poison pawn, castling? Yeah. Or poison pawn. Something to do with poison. Even with the word poison in it. Yeah, even why if would it you was say like, that? Even if it was like, just moving your pawn forward. Why would you even give him the ounce of idea of a poison in his head? Castling? Switching two things? Switching two bodies? 
fool. What yeah. a fool. No, exactly. Yep. We both had the same plot hole. And that will tie into my next dislike, which is for Patrick Kloster. He's so creepy. And he's one of those people where he's way too smart for his own good. And it's like, you know how people just like, they either give you like creepy vibes or you're like, you're annoyed because they're like a know-it-all. And a creepy know-it-all is like the worst. the worst. Because you're like, well, at least I'm better than them in some way. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like... They're so smart, and then they're, like, a step ahead of you, and you're just, like, just that arrogant, like, cockiness, and you're, like, dang it, and they're right, and yeah. they're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, like we said, he was, he like, he, but he was so cocky and arrogant that he thought that giving those clues to Monk wouldn't, wouldn't do, anything. do anything. So, that was his own demise right look, there, for look, sure. He figured out. He he told him about the poison pond. He figured out about the poison pond. Oh yeah. He knew that he figured out about the poison pond. Knew that he was already looking into his other, other wife. wife, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, switching two things." That's the best way that I found to get myself out of trouble. You <laughs> <laughs> learn that on TV too? <laughs> Come on. Even Wait. if Monk didn't figure it out, somebody did. That was, so yeah, dumb. that was, yeah, no. Even Randy could have figured that one out. <laughs> well, maybe, I don't know about that. <laughs> maybe Stottlemyre, maybe. Maybe Stottlemyre. The ending being super anticlimactic, he's like, aha, I did it. It's, th- yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah, for sure. I put episode abruptly ended. Mm-hmm. How the heck did he switch bodies? And then we discussed it before we got on, and you said they switched the headstones. Yeah, I think that's what he said. So I was like, oh. But still, because they didn't have a follow-up, here's what happened, I didn't catch that. I mean, I guess that's my fault. But you know what I mean? It was very, like, anticlimactic. It wasn't like, here's what happened. I was right all along about the poison. You did poison her, but you knew we were on to you, always one step ahead. But I caught up to you, and you switched the headstones. Like... All it took was a little bit more flashing back. It's like almost like they didn't want to explain how he had switched them. So they didn't want to do a black and white like sequence of it. Yeah. Because how did he do it? Mm-hmm. So. And they spent like three minutes at the beginning of Monk tearing paper. <laughs> and they couldn't fit a here's what happened. They also did a really weird close up of whenever he figured out the tombstone. Monk is like leaning by the tombstone. He's like touching the dirt. And keeps touching the dirt, and I was like, "Where yeah, are they going I with this?" That, that he was because he drugged the thing. I didn't get it. You have to explain again. <laughs> well, he's looking at the dirt and the grass because he moved the tombstone, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be, you know, a like, little bit more messy yeah. than the other ones, and not like grown over. It's gonna be messier. Mm-hmm. So which is what why, which is for. why the whole mound wasn't done. Like the whole, you know, if you had dug up a body, a whole yeah, mound of yeah, dirt. Yeah, yeah, So it was just grass. It was just grass. Or dirt by the thing. Yeah, okay. It's because... I'm all cut up now. Yeah. Now I can rewrite the summation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I definitely thought the same exact thing. I was like, oh, that ending wasn't as good as I remember it being. Yeah. And then you were like, uh, that was like really good. And then they just like said, oh, that's it. And I was like, that's what I just thought. Uh, so I was like, yep, we're definitely on the same page about that. But, mm-hmm. yeah. It was lazy almost. I don't know. It, yeah, I it, just did not like it. it. Uh, hey, that's true. But also it was like they ran out of time because of how they misordered it 
out of order. Yeah. So it's like, oh, look, he solved the case. Well, but guys, he already solved the case. So it's not like it has to be this big ending. It's like, yeah. but it kind of did. I needed some more explanation and a better like gotcha. Mm-hmm. That moment would have that moment at the end where he says checkmate. That would have been so much better if the ending had been so much better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. My next thing, Stottie's hair is gross. I don't like it. I did not notice it, but we were just rewatching it because we were eating dinner or something. Yeah, before we came on. Yeah. I was finishing up my dinner and I was like, okay, let's turn this on. And then I was like, his hair is so ugly. It's like, it's like, I think it was like this at some other point one season. I don't know if I mentioned it though. It's just like, it's hanging down. It's almost like it looks greasy and it's hanging down off each side. It does not look good. Yeah. I think there was an episode where Randy's hair maybe was kind of similar. And I was like, ew, not good. I don't, I just personally don't like men with long hair at all. So mm-hmm. I just immediately though was like, ew, his hair's gross. So I just jotted it down. My next dislike is kind of a plot hole. Mine is too crap. Okay, go ahead. Um, Are you thirsty? We have wine. Oh, uh, at the beginning. You wouldn't offer water if someone's parched. Yeah. Right? She's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Do you want us to pop him with a cold one? <laughs> like, like, so this what? was at the beginning when yeah. Linda Kloster comes to hire Monk. And Natalie just often says, oh, do you want a drink? We have wine. Why would they even have wine? Mm-hmm. Monk doesn't drink wine. Like, not only with your plot hole of why is she offering her a wine in general, they don't have wine there. Maybe that's why Mr. Monk doesn't pay you, Natalie, because you bring your wine over and you get drunker, you and Julie. I'm tired of it. Because <laughs> she, she gave Julie the drink. You know she didn't stop at eggnog. She's like, it's okay, honey, I'm here. Okay. Whew. Okay, I put... Natalie Tease, okay, it was very funny, but now that we've gotten this far and Natalie has continuously been flirty and more outgoing and flirty and more flirty, I understand now, I I say I understand, I'm seeing these crazy breadcrumbs of them like putting them together when they're sitting in the car at the stakeout, you didn't even mention it. She's like, oh, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. We should kiss. No, oh I didn't say gosh. that. I didn't say that. I have that. I have that. It's a dislike? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I'm seeing now, like, it was hilarious. Like, we were dying laughing. But I'm seeing now that these, like, breadcrumbs are there. And, like, because now, you know, spoiler alert, push 15 seconds ahead. Now, we know that Natalie and Monk don't end up together. So, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? That was that was the most but that together. was the most obvious like blatant one. We should kiss. Why would you like, say that? Like implying that you have like a crush on him or something and then being like, "Oh my gosh, I see what of me to say." Yeah, we see what of you to say, but not like Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very weird. It's we, messed uh, up. I put we should kiss, quote Natalie. <laughs> I it, didn't say that. I didn't. <laughs> It was it was hilarious to be fair. Yeah, no, it was really funny. Was but I was like, this is getting kind of messed up. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna keep doing this. Okay, my last thing is obviously monk planning evidence. 
The fact mm. that he just went there and did it. I mean, I hate that. You guys know me by now. I hate when Monk goes off the book. And I also thought as well as the anticlimactic ending that they also weirdly like didn't make the case um, important and not say important enough, urgent enough. I yeah. should say they didn't make it so urgent at the beginning that in the first, I don't know, say 24 minutes, he's already planting evidence. And you're yeah. like, that seems like a very end of the episode type of like thing. Like he can't prove anything. He's like, oh my God. This gosh. is my last chance. Yeah. It didn't feel that way. When it was, he was like, like, man, I'm stumped. Okay. Off the plan evidence. Yeah. And yeah. Sotomayor got it. Like. I was like, yeah. oh, that would be a good idea. And then he's like, wait a second. Yeah, it was all just very fast. It was it was very fast. And then the episode ended very fast. And yeah, dislike for sure. Yep. All right, I'm ready to move on to... He's, he's the, the guy. guy. All right, I actually have one today, Candace. You do? I'm still surprised. Okay, so mine... Mine is actually the genius. Candace, I'm going to be honest. I didn't recognize this guy. Or I, I no, I did recognize him, and I looked up where he was from. Nothing. All he's from, oh. random movies that I've never seen. I've seen Godzilla, but I fell asleep while watching it. So, I don't know this guy, and he looks super familiar for no reason. Hmm. I can't think of what. I mean, of course, I a lot of times I think people look familiar. I thought the woman looked familiar, like Linda Kloster. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's from this, though. I do that a lot. I haven't seen this. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying I can't help you out because I'm like, he does look familiar but from the him. other times I've seen this episode. <laughs> so I'm no help. But, okay, I wrote down Eric Tavola is the, uh, is the other genius. The boy genius that plays chess in the park. Oh, yes. Right? He's played by Evan Peters, who is on a bunch of X-Men movies. I thought you'd recognize him. I don't know if you watch the X-Men ones, guess. though. Let me guess. Let me guess. I don't know who he is. So Cyclops. Is he Cyclops? I don't know. Oh. That was my guess. Cyclops is some white kids. So. It looked like all of the, like, original... Not original, but, like, the first generation where they're, like, kids or something? Okay. I don't know. I've seen the older ones. Guys, I genuinely do not keep up with superhero movies so i'm probably butchering everything i'm saying right now all i know is that evan peters was an x-men okay i'm stupid i don't know why i thought evan peters played a cyclops he looked way different in my head let me just say that okay x-men cast let's see i'm intrigued candace you've gotten me intrigued Evan peters quicksilver Oh, <laughs> okay. We don't know who Quicksilver is, but he's a quick boy. That's basically he's the quick boy. Okay, he's the quick boy. You gotcha. you've probably never seen him before. I've never typed in Quicksilver in my life. Okay, here he is. Boom, Evan Peters. That's Quicksilver. Oh wow, he looks way different than all the uh, other things I've seen him in. Okay, he was also in American Horror Story. Ninety five episodes of that show, so that was impressive. He's been on In Plain Sight, which I've seen, Parenthood, Phil the Future, which we've talked about on the show. Mm -hmm. And I recognize him, like, actually recognize him from One Tree Hill. He was on a few episodes of that, uh, if anyone's ever seen One Tree Hill. Brooke has this, like, foster kid for a, a hot minute. Her name is Sam, and he played her boyfriend, and his name was Jack Daniels. 
I was like, oh, that's because so, she's like a foster kid. So and then her boyfriend was like very like scraggly looking guy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you don't need to be hanging out with him, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. So Sam's boyfriend. Wait, we're on... not going to acknowledge the fact that his name was Jack Daniels. Oh, no, I know. But that's what I'm saying is that he was like a foster kid. So you're like, well, you named your kid that. So what do you think? Where do you think he's going to end up? Is what I'm saying. Okay. He, I'm saying he was a troubled teen. Okay. So obviously, you led with that it was one. a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> it was a I'm just saying, don't name your kids stupid stuff unless you want them to turn out certain ways. Stupid. <laughs> Why would you name him Jack Daniels? Well, yeah, I guess, but what if? What, if, what, what do you if... want him to do with his life? You want him to be a professional named Jack Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's... <laughs> They're gonna see and go, "Oh, this one's a joke." <laughs> False okay. re- false resume. Never mind. Gosh. Okay, and then the other thing is an episode of The Office. He's on the episode called Nepotism, and he plays Michael Scott's nephew, and he is oh, totally incompetent and gets like everyone's orders wrong on their coffee. He's like the intern, oh. and then finally everyone's like, "Michael, you need to fire him." And he's like, "I can't. He's my nephew. I know he's terrible, but I can't." And then so he tries to punish him in front of the whole office, and then he. I guess the kid back talks him or something, and Michael bends him over and starts spanking him. <laughs> it is so freaking funny and so cringy and awkward, oh and everyone's God. just like awkward, and he's like, "Oh, totally my mom." And so it's so we have to it's watch so bad. That. It's so oh bad. It's towards gosh. the end of the series, but yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> but yeah, so that is Evan Peters, and then I had two more. He's the guys because we've been hanging out a lot lately, and we've been watching. TV and movies together. So yeah. I thought I'd mention some of the things that we've seen, right? Because oh, what, no. what is the last thing that we saw? You were like, Monk just hires every actor there is. Because everything <laughs> every... we were like, I'm like, oh, he's from Monk. And you're like, again? Like, like I'm Elf, not making we're watching, up. I've never seen, have we talked about, I think we've talked about it on the show. Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. Where That's my I, first movie I wrote I've down I've never was Elf. seen Elf. And Sharona's sister, Gail, was in it. She's the reception for Elf's. Yep. Buddy's dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very cute. And then Andy Richter, we've talked about before. He was on Mr. Mug Makes a Friend. Oh, and yeah. Like, I can't remember what his name is. It's Hal. Yeah. He plays Hal. Hal. And then, of course, John Favreau. He, he's also an elf, by the way. He's the one of the sales guys. Yeah, he's it. one of the writers for he's the book company. He's one of the writers company. for the, the little children's book company. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then John, John Favreau. Favreau. He was the doctor. And we saw him as the dentist. And Mr. Mug goes to the dentist. He's the doctor in... On Monk. I mean, on Elf. Oh, they're all three in Elf? Yeah. Remember the, the part where huh. he's, like, doing the cotton balls and he's like, buddy, don't eat those. Oh, yeah! John Favreau's the doctor. He's yeah. super unrecognizable, that. <laughs> he's, like, back turned the entire time. Which is basically how he was in The Dentist, too. And the episode yeah. was supposed to be about him. Yeah. So, also, yeah. I watched... You, you like to wake up really late. So, me and Toby watch movies sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And we watched Spider-Man... And, you know, a character in Spider-Man is John Favreau. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. He's like, oh, you got your own. He's the guy. Ooh, yeah. fancy. Oh. Mm-hmm. I told you, we've been watching lots of movies, so TV funny. shows. Okay. What'd you think about Elf? Just a short snippet, because you had never seen it before. And just there remind was... you that a lot of people that are listening probably love Elf. Yeah, no, I get that. I really do get that. I love, I see how people can love it, but the fact that so many people have loved it way too much around me really gave me such high hopes for it and it wasn't that good i'm gonna be honest Dude, I, I liked it i won't i'm not gonna go on record and be like oh i hated 
elf. This is totally astronomical. It was good. I just was expecting a little more, okay? Okay. I rest my case. Okay, but compare it to another He's the Guy We Saw, Hocus Pocus. What'd you think of that movie? Again, this is a classic. So watch your tread carefully. The person, the person that's the, he's the guy was actually if it doesn't reach, call Warren Beach, from Mr. Monk and the airplane when he's on the airplane oh. and he's selling extension cords. If it doesn't I reach, call Warren Beach. You pointed that out to me, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna nod my head. I know who you're talking about, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see him. I don't recognize him in my head. Right. Yeah. Really. He was the devil. He was dressed up as a devil, and so all the witches thought that he was their oh, master that's so and they're like oh master he's like i like these ladies they call me master and then the wife's like get out <laughs> so yeah that was warren beach that's like literally one of the only funny moments in all of that i'm gonna be honest i liked it way less than elf i can't it was also this, like 20 I'm, years older than elf too that's so. true and there's like weird jokes not like weird but like stupid I don't know. They didn't, it didn't land with me. I was tired. It was like the day after Halloween, so like vibe was killed. So like, it was, I, I guess. Yeah. I did not enjoy it, to be honest. All right. No harm, no foul here. It's, I just remember it from childhood. It's not like, oh my gosh, I love that movie, but I know a lot of people do. And it is a good movie to watch on Halloween, I will say. I don't, I don't really have any other go-to movies besides that one. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. All right, I'm done with He's the Guy. As am I. Junk time. Candace. Uh-huh. I have a little junk time surprise for you. Okay, good, because... Um... I think I think you saw it already. Oh, uh, okay. Have you seen it? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, maybe. Here's now. Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, my snack? Yeah. Okay, so I tried to sneak it in. I didn't try to sneak it in. It was very obvious. But, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain because I did Did you did finish try. your s'more cereal already? Yeah, I finished my s'more cereal. cereal. So while I was grabbing water, because uh, we had, like, a little intermission, which we rarely ever do. But I grabbed water, and I was like, oh, I'll grab this because it'll be fun for junk time. So let me go grab it. This is disgusting, guys. I am not excited. Guys. He is so weird. It is. I'm going to put a poll up. This is my question it's for so the Here's good. the Thing Thursday. Have you ever heard of anyone eating saltine crackers with butter? Yeah, that's what it is. Saltine crackers with butter, baby. I was excited about my popcorn, and now you're doing me dirty with Candace, this. It's good. You just try some. This now. is sick. Okay, to be fair, right now we're using butter spray, which I'm honestly very nervous about you using this in my closet. I like it. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, I'm out of water. <laughs> he brought the water and then he drank it all, and now he's spraying spray butter. I do some gross things when I eat. I'm not gonna lie. I like like 50 pounds of ketchup, and you know about my honey mustard addiction. Oh my gosh. But this kid is spraying spray butter into his mouth. I'm about to like. It wasn't throw up. It was literally one little spritz. Okay, I want to explain to you why. I brought in salting crackers and butter for you today. Okay. So, back in the day when I was in fourth grade, me and my... So when you were really smart. Yeah, back when I was smart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for a fourth grader. Um, we went on a field trip to this place called Nash Farms, right? 
shoot forms, like in your head. Mm-hmm. Right? There's this place. It was boring, super boring. Me and my friends were just like having fun, hanging out. We like made it fun basically because it was a really boring thing. So there's this place where we churn butter, and they were like, "Here's some saltines to go with it." And I remember it being the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. How do you like it, Candace? Out of ten. It basically just makes it taste saltier than it is. Like saltines are kind of bland, and that makes them taste better. So it gives them flavor. I like saltines by themselves, and it's like if it's you better wanna... than saltines by themselves. But it's... again, okay. But the other day he was eating them with like ginormous slices of butter, and it was I almost threw up watching him. I was like, ugh. Like it's basically like just eating butter. And he equivocated it to bread, like eating bread and butter, but I don't know. Oh, you know what I like to put on saltines? Peanut butter and jelly. It's really good. My mom used to make that as a snack, and I thought it was weird until, like, one day she just made a big plate of them and was sitting down and eating them. And she was like, just try it. And I was like, dang, this is good. We'll have to try that one day. Okay. I tried your butter and saltines, and I'm not going to give it a 10 or anything, but it did make the cracker actually taste better than it was. So I'm okay with it. It's like when you don't want saltines with soup. You don't want to have to make the soup. So you put the butter on it, and then boom. Hmm. See, I like the salt. I like the soup better than the saltines. So I'd rather just eat soup. But I love oh. soup, so yeah. All right, we've talked a lot about the junk. So Go ahead, I will ask... Uh, I just have some random questions actually today. Oh, sweet. Uh, chess or checkers? Is that a joke? What? No. Chess? Do you know how to play chess? Yeah, do you? I mean, I can guess what the pieces do. Candace. What? Okay. I guess I do go to a private school, so that's like all we do, but. All you do is play chess at school? <laughs> no, but it's like. Okay, we're having indoor recess or something. Okay, the the pawn can only go forward one space. No, that's not true. <laughs> the pawn can only move in a line. It can't move diagonally. Mm-hmm. Crap. Okay, just forget it. <laughs> I suck. I know the king can't die. The queen has the most mobility. The horse goes in an L shape. Mm-hmm. B, rook. Goes in straight lines. Yes. And the bishop? The bishop can go forward and backwards. Nope. The bishop can only move diagonals. Yeah. Okay, so the only thing you got wrong was pawn. The pawn can only move diagonally. Oh, it can only move diagonally. You can, to get it out of, like, the regular thing... Like, because all the pawns are lined up. To get mm-hmm. it out of there, you can move it forward. That's the only time you can do it. What? I didn't know that. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, this is a little funny. I don't know if it's that funny. But my Mimi loves to tell the story where she's like, because we used to hang out all the time when I was little, you know. Mm-hmm. And she said that one one day, my brother and I, who were, you know, like two years apart, we went over to her house and they had the chessboard set up. Because they had been playing chess, I guess. Mm-hmm. They had the chessboard set up, and me and my brother were playing, and he was about to beat me. And so I got mad, and I swiped all the pieces off the board. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, I, I don't know. I said something sassy. I was real sassy as a kid. I said <laughs> something sassy. And my Mimi just started dying laughing, and 
we were like, what's going on? And she's like, me and your grandpa just did the exact same thing before you got here. He was beating me. I got mad and I threw all the pieces off. I was like, oh, I, I don't even know how old I was at this time. But she still tells that story. She's like, I just thought it was so funny because she did the same thing I did. I was Aww. like, I thought it was cute. So, yeah. But I definitely try to stick to checkers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like to make all my pieces into kings. It's fun. I'm like, king me, king me, king me. And then I just go back and start going backwards mm-hmm. and jumping all over everybody. I love it. I think checkers is cool. Chess is very hard to me. Let me just also say, the queen can go diagonals or left, rights, whatever. It can go anywhere in a one block radius, right? King can only go like this. One up and down and left and right. It can't go diagonal. So that's the difference between king and queen in case anyone didn't know. Yeah, that's true. Also, <laughs> I'm probably going to show my ineptitude about this too. What do you know about IQs? Nothing. Nothing? Okay, good. You I know don't, nothing. To play, I, right? I know nothing either, yeah. The it always just seems like a fancy number that people play around. Yeah. I, Apparently, I think there's some like, really, like, smart 11-year-old right now. Okay, you know what? I think I saw that. So, it was kind of a plot hole because I looked up IQs. Oh, because in the episode, they said that Patrick Kloster was only four uh-huh. points above Albert Einstein. <laughs> no, they said four points above Albert Einstein. But I looked up Albert. Oh, and then they said, and then they said that his IQ was 180. Which would mean that Einstein's IQ is 176. But it was not. It was 160. Which they also said that IQ test didn't exist when Albert Einstein was alive. So he never took an IQ test. So his IQ is projected. Which to me makes no sense. But I also don't know how an IQ test works. Mm -hmm. But I've always just heard like, well, you don't have to be like book smart to have a high IQ. Or, you know... I will say, though, that in school, the only thing that we had was gifted and talented, so GT, and I was totally in that. Um, everyone had a gifted and talented again, yes, except our school. But were you in it? No, I didn't think so. Because you didn't have No, it. but I also wasn't in... We had this thing called Learning Lab, and it was for the not-so-smart kids. <laughs> oh, were you in that one? Oh, okay. Yeah. It still I, um, exists today, so if anyone who is in the learning lab, please click off. Uh, yeah, I was um, I was number five in my high school class. Wow. Yeah. Um, Who's I, number one? I, I will say I will say that I, there was only forty five people in my class though, oh. so I did not make the top ten percent. I missed out by one person. Oh no. Yeah. Or if there was five more people in my grade, <laughs> I would have been top ten percent. Who was salutatorian? Salutatorian, uh, <laughs> that would be Toby. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted everyone to know that because I knew, I know it by heart. Toby really fell off since high school for being honest. Okay, thank you. I thought you were gonna say like if you got number five and Toby got number two, how dumb were you? <laughs> but I'm gonna have to agree. I think Toby just took a deep dive after high school. Right? Yeah, he's one of those books. He's very people. dumb right now. He's totally Mr. Monk of the Genius vibes. <laughs> oh, do you want to tell them what you did, Mr. IQ? What? No. Sh- what word? Kitties, no, I didn't make fun of you with Toby. 
Candace, you have to edit this out. You're not talking about that. Okay, but it wasn't a hard word. Noah lost in the spelling bee the other day. Do we should we tell them no, what word it was? It was onomatopoeia. No, <laughs> yeah, it was on. It was supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. All right, Candace. Candace was there. I was doing it online that day. Just be grateful that I'm being nice. Is all I have to say. Should okay. be. You should be very grateful. It's embarrassing. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I didn't even notice. That's how dumb I am. <laughs> Guys, I got out of the word grateful. <laughs> Guys, think about it. Candace, how do you spell greatness? G-R-E-A-T-N-E-S-S. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you get rid of the ness, <laughs> then add a fool. G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L-L. Grateful. Huh? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. At least it wasn't something dumb. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't something like, really dumb. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we'll end the junk time now. I just have to say that caramel with peanuts is the bomb. Is it really good? Oh, yeah. try some. Have you done that challenge before where you have to, like, eat saltines, like a certain amount of saltines in under a minute and swallow it or something? You have to be able to, like, say a word or something? We'll have to look it up. Whoa. Yeah, I don't remember like what it is. Like the chubby bunny challenge? You know what that is? Is that a marshmallow thing? Yeah. You put a marshmallow in your mouth, chubby bunny. Put another... Another chubby bunny. Put another chubby bunny. Put another chubby bunny. Until you can't stop saying chubby bunny. And then your mouth oh. is full of like marshmallows. So you're a little chubby bunny. What? That's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Okay, so we have to do saltine challenge. And what was the other thing we were going to look up? Oh, the peanut butter and jelly mm. on saltines is good. Mm. All right. Noah's trying the caramel corn. I like it. That was nice. Snacks for the win today. Agreed. All right, let's move on to... Plot holes. All right, welcome back to Can. Oh my gosh, I forgot to say it. <laughs> I always need flinging water. Okay, my first plot hole is if you look at that check that Monk was writing. You know how he has perfect penmanship. That was not very nice penmanship. Really? The cursive, yeah, it was like super squiggly. Like it was. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, so I couldn't. I saw it twice though, and I was like, that's not perfect penmanship. Because Monk writes like... Are you allowed to write checks in uh, print? You're not, but like Monk writes like perfectly symmetrical, like whatever. Like I was going to say, do you know cursive? But hey. Oh yeah, for sure. I A lot cursive. of... I know that like at one point everyone knew cursive and then they stopped teaching cursive because it was useless and then they started reteaching it like at public schools. That, you have for to me, sign a check. <laughs> like no one at my age knows what cursive is besides public school or besides private school and everyone types with their thumbs instead of the keyboard without looking what do you know how to type without looking no exactly look 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 look. oh my god give me give me anything Candace. look right here we're not doing this right now tell me tell me a word i'll do it right now you can't do it without looking you can okay ready cover it i'm gonna do it Candace. (laughs) <laughs> Take it. I can't find the delete. Oh, well, okay, never mind. I can't type. Okay, that was a small one, so I'll do another one. Natalie, when she's like, Mr. Monk, hurry up, write the check. He pulls out the check, hands her the check. How long has she been standing there for 10 minutes while he's doing that? And then she's like, oh, Mr. Monk, this is for the wrong amount. You weren't standing over him making sure he was writing the check correctly? 
Like, you, you know what I mean? You weren't watching him write the check. You have to literally put the numbers on there and you have to spell out the numbers. Okay. So why wasn't she watching him? I would totally agree, but she wasn't watching him. She was standing over she him. She was standing over him. Oh, while he's breaking it. So she was standing there while he was writing it. And she's been waiting that whole time just to go, oh, start over. I get it. Like, wouldn't you make sure he was writing the check correctly before you let him Because I remember she leaves with a book, or she leaves and then comes back with a book and coffee. And I was like, oh, it's funny. And then, and, okay, yeah. I think we all understand what I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, what's your first plot hole? My first plot hole is wine at Mug's house. (laughs) Is that so hard to believe? Yes. Yes, it is. You know? Oh, we already talked about this, right? Yeah. No, not yet. No, we didn't. Oh, my gosh. We totally didn't. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I thought you were joking. Okay, well, <laughs> like, I'm an... <laughs> okay. I think not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do, you know, whenever she's like, Monk, he tried to get me to sleep with me. Is that so hard to believe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes. Yes, it is. Okay, I got it now. I got it. Okay. So my next one is, Monk, can the evidence? <laughs> is that so hard to believe? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Oh, oh, you like it? gosh. Okay, yeah. Um, I would say yes, but they're going back and dissecting these episodes as we do. There are so many times where I'm like, God, Monk went off the book. Oh my gosh, he accused the wrong guy just because he was naked or just because he, you know, had a garbage strike, like... There are times where he's gone off the book multiple times. So, like, I can't believe it in the sense, like, oh, my gosh, Monk, don't. But also, they've kind I feel like they've kind of set the precedent at this point that Monk does, like, get th- things to get to him sometimes. But for the most part, no. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. No. That's stupid. And it's a dislike, so I don't like it. Go ahead. Okay. Monk, at the end of the episode, says... I don't like how you're talking about these women as if they're chess pieces in your game. Like, I'm tired of you doing that. But if you insist, checkmate. Right? Okay. So, but Monk was the first person that used the game metaphor because Kloster said, oh, we should play a game of chess sometime. And Monk said, it's already begun. we already are. Oh, Monk. Yeah. And then he came in the end and said, I don't like how you're saying that. I was like, he said it first because it was a good moment. Oh, uh, yeah. he just ruined that for me. I know, right? Did I ruin it for everyone else too? I'm sorry. You probably did. I was like, go monk. And then you're like, yeah, monk's stupid. Freaking Candace. That's why I can't freaking have a podcast with you. <laughs> okay. Natalie pouring out her lemonade after there might be evidence in it. Yeah, I get that you're upset at Monk for being like, oh my gosh, you thought there might be poison in here? But it's oh, yeah. still evidence. I was like, oh, spit it out. Okay, but keep the cup. She pours out the cup too. Good point, Noah. That's a good point. Because if she genuinely thought that Mr. Monk was going to let her be poisoned, why would she spit it out? Like, Why would she even drink it? Yeah, why would she? Yeah. Why would she drink it, first of all? Stupid. Because we've talked about him poisoning things right Mm -hmm. so why would she take something from a guy who they suspect is a poisoner secondly why would she spit out said poison if it's already in her system and thirdly why would she spill the cup yeah that's a good one i like that thank you okay 
Stoudemire's all mad about this, you know, nobody can check out this guy, Kloster, because there's no probable cause, they can't do anything, he's never actually done anything to his wife. So wait, the fact that the wife died and then came to Mr. Monk, like, five hours before that, yeah, and said, my husband is going to kill me and I'm going to pay you $5,000 to solve it, that's not probable cause to be able to investigate her murder. Because they're like, you can't do anything. And they're like, we have no probable cause. Like. You're right. Or was that to arrest him or something? But still, she came to him and she came to a, you know, former police officer and said, this man is going to kill me. Then she died and nothing happened to that guy. Even if they were talking about, well, we can't arrest him. We have no probable cause. Also. You didn't even bring him in? Yeah, he's like. Uh, I guess we can't bring you in. Because he's like, oh, I already set up a table for us. You know? Yeah. But they do have probable cause to take him into the PlayStation. So you're right. Yeah. You're right. That's good. That's a really good one. Okay, this is my last one. It is planting clues for no reason. And claiming to be the smartest person in the world after I could figure out how he killed it. Mm. The poison pawn and castling was stupid. All right, take it away, Candace. Okay. I have a, a just a couple. Okay, for one, at the end of the episode, Monk says, oh, these books are out of order. Because Natalie, like, tricks him. She steals the check, and then she runs out. And she's like, oh, check those books. They're out of order. And she runs away. And he's like, oh, my God, these books are out of order. <laughs> it's funny, but why would the books be out of order? They're his books. Why would they ever be out of order? Oh, maybe because Natalie got one out. That's a You're good totally right. That's a good tie-in. Okay, maybe debunked. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, next. I know that I said Monk was overreacting and then wasn't overreacting because I kind of was wishy-washy on that. But he never promised her that he would protect her. He promised her that he would solve the case. So I just don't, I didn't understand why he felt like he had failed her in that way. That he didn't stop her from dying when he said, I promise I will solve your case. Like... She didn't want police protection, so how would he feel like, oh, I let her down, I let her die, I couldn't protect her. I didn't follow that storyline. I just thought, like, I would be, yes, you would be upset if you couldn't solve the murder, but not that she died. He was just like, oh, I couldn't protect her. I'm like, she didn't ask you to protect her. And you didn't promise her that you could protect her. So, that's just a little one. And then my last one, which I think I said in dislikes that I would save for now... Is, okay, so is Patrick supposed to be a, like, genius Black Widower? Like, we've seen a Black Widow, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we saw oh we saw the Black Widow in that movie we watched. Totally did. Never kiss. Never kiss a man on a Christmas sweater. Candace was, me and Candace were really bored, so we watched a Hallmark movie, and it was terrible. It was really bad. It was starring Ashley Williams, and she was, I mean, she was, yeah, she was the star. Uh-huh. Guys, I'm sorry. It wasn't a good movie. I like Hallmark movies, so I'm not like, oh my gosh, it was so I, cheesy. I don't it was just really movies. slow. It was just slow. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, and then, oh, this is cute. This who, is good. This got me hooked. Who was she? She was the main person. What? What do you mean? On Monk? Oh, oh, oh. She was the main person? Yeah, the girl. Her sister or something. No, the main girl. was oh. the Black Widow, yeah. Huh. No, I didn't remember. That was like yeah, the very beginning. That was the very beginning of our podcast. It was uh-huh. like our second episode, but yeah. 
Uh, but no, anyway, I, re- I remember who she is. From... Never mind. Okay. Just go ahead. Okay. Uh, but anyways, just to say that. It, so basically I'm saying like, doesn't pay to be smart kids because even if you're the world's smartest man, you still have to, in order to make any money, apparently you have to marry women and then murder them to get their life insurance policies because he literally did that to two wives. Like you would think that the smartest man in the world, like, yeah, he could get away with murder, but couldn't you also figure out how to make a lot of money with your genius? What if it was just like... I think it'd be a better motive if he was just, like, bored. I think he's a psychopath. Maybe he's gotta be, right? He's I mean, a psychopath, but he was, like, also bored. And that would've been, like, a... He's, like, crazy. And so he's just, like, why did you do it? Why did you kill them? And he's, like, I was bored. You know what? That actually would... That actually would be a lot better and a lot more twisted, though. But also, because they could have said, like... um Obviously, the motive was the $10 million life insurance yeah, policy. Was, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, obviously, like, okay, this guy had a reason. But if he didn't have a reason, everybody would be like, Monk, I don't think he did it. He didn't even have a reason. Mm-hmm. No motive. And then, yeah, yeah oh. that would have been good. He's, he's like, just like sick and twisted. And he's yeah. like, well, what can I say? I love chess. What? <laughs> Well, because, like, he was playing, like, like, a a playing... Yeah, it was a game to him. And he said, to be quite honest, I'm upset that it's over. Mm -hmm. And then, like, at the end, they'd be like, why did you do it? And, you know, say something clever. Like, not clever, but evil. Like, like, what can I I say? I love to play chess or something. He's like, I was just bored. And he, like... I was so smart, I just needed a thrill. Or something like that. I just think that'd be better than this. It'd be more fun, at least. Yeah. I mean, I think my line was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I, why'd you kill her? I don't know. I like to play chess. But the I whole, get what you're saying. I get what you're whole, saying. But you already yeah, know the whole episode is a metaphor for chess. Yeah, so you know I that. Know. Okay. So then I'm smart. Okay. <laughs> I basically have a 180 <laughs> IQ. All right. Let's move on to... How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. <laughs> so okay. Dope. All right. No, I'm excited about this one. Out of 10 what? Out of 10 Natalie Paydays. I put out of 10 geeps. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's so good. Yes. Okay. Got him. All right. Crazy moments. Do you have any? What do you think, folks? <laughs> How many crazy moments? Put it up on your hands right now <laughs> so you'll know how right you were. Guys, you don't even know need to put up your hands. Because I have ten. I have, I have none. Yeah, I have he has none. I have nine. Obviously he has Go none. Go ahead, Candace. Okay, the perforated check at the beginning. Mm-hmm. If it was up to him, he would void the check, but it's out of his control. <laughs> it's out of my hands, Natalie. you got to believe me. He freaks out the old ladies. Who likes TV? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He lets Natalie be poisoned. Mm-hmm. It's like... How do you feel? Why don't you try the water? That, I, it's not even that like crazy, but then he's like, why don't you try the water? <laughs> he wants to plant evidence. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to plant evidence. He's centering all the pieces on the chessboard. And then Kloster comes up and he's like, for the love, why don't you just resign? And he's like, no, nah, I just pass. <laughs> you can't pass. <laughs> And then the last one is that he won't cash the dang check. When he made his promise to the woman. And finished it off. And finished off. Yeah. Yeah. So. I didn't even notice that one. That's the last one. So. 
All right. Wow. Out of 10 Natalie Paydays, what do you have? I have a 1 out of 10. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Did you, like, give him, like, a 20? Candace. Out of 10 geeps, I gave him 9 geeps. Okay. Candace. I Okay. I really was like, wow, he really wasn't very crazy this episode. And then I was like, no. He literally plants... Ev- he dresses up in black, climbs up this guy's two-story house... Breaks into his house. Also chops up the oleander into powder and puts it into... He literally made poison. And then climbs up into the house and goes to put it in his house. What is Monk thinking? That's, that's crazy. You could lose your job. You could go to jail. Just to lock this guy up. So what, you're both be in jail? And you don't think that if you do something wrong and illegal that the smartest man in the world isn't going to be able to prove that you did that? Terrible plan. Terrible plan. I Super crazy. I'm giving him a nine. And why he didn't think of the smartest man in the world being there. It was quite obvious. Because it was a very cringy scene for me. Where he's planning the evidence. And it's like... Obviously he was going to be in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, monkey, you're not that dumb. You beat the guy in the end. So why are you doing this? I don't know. I yep. needed. I didn't like it. Uh, so you're still sticking with that one I'm then? I'm sticking with the one. Okay, I'm sticking he, with the nine. He had motive for it. I felt bad for Monk. He was all, I'm in me to me and I'm a tootie. <laughs> Something like that. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, let's move on then. Rate this episode. All right. Plus nothing. Dang, we don't say plus anything for that. That's we because should. there's not a need to say plus. Plus Candace, by the way, I have little, like, faces next to my things on all of them. It's really cute. Okay. <laughs> Noah, how would you rate this episode? Should have been a season opener. and was too quick, which is why I gave it a minus one. I'm rating it a 9 out of 10. Really? Oh, yeah. goodness. Okay. Yeah, all right. Guess. Okay. I um, really did like it. Okay, good. Good, good, good. I really enjoyed watching this episode. However... I thought I was going to score it higher until the abrupt ending that I never noticed before. Other than that, it was a very good premise, a very good villain, and a unique setup and a unique ending. So I am going with, also have to explain, forgot to in the season opener, if you've never listened before. I give every Monk episode just a standard 10. So we build upon the 10, right? So you're always going to be like, 10? She's giving every episode a 10? Yes, because it deserves it. But I got to build on top of that. So Noah will convert. Mm -hmm. With that being said, for this episode, I'm going to go with an 10.85. I was thinking an 8.5 out of 10 too. Because... But now it could be an 8.75, which isn't bad. Mm -hmm. But... I was actually thinking of deducting a point... Oh, for him not being smart enough. I didn't. I gave it a minus one for him being for it being abrupt, and a minus point five for it being for him not being super smart. But I think a nine is all right. Yeah. So an eight point seven five in the ratings will hopefully do pretty good. Yeah. But I yeah, hope. it because is a good episode. It just didn't. It didn't sell it at the end. And again, it has a really good like Max Hudson line where he's like, "Are you laughing now?" And he's like, "I'm not," or whatever. Like, "Are you having fun?" or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, "Join the club." You know, a good one-liner to the guy who was super mean to him. Mm-hmm. But just the way that they wrapped it up was a little strange. So, yeah. I really did love the plot. I This is 
Gotta hand it to the writers. I loved it. Yeah. It was good. It's a fun one. I can't imagine how long they had that with them, like, thinking of ideas. Like, maybe, like, season one. Because that had to have been pretty planned out. I really liked it. I don't know. It was good. I enjoyed it. Okay. It was it was nice. All right. Well, that's good. All right. I'm going to get off here so that I can actually chow down on my caramel Ooh. popcorn with peanuts. We're going to watch some Dancing with the Stars, Candace. We are going to watch Dancing with the Stars. Wait, what are we no, saying? Candace, we're learning how to back set in volleyball. Anyone who doesn't play volleyball is not going to understand this. Or know what... How to dance or anything. <laughs> We're not. This is very you're, specific. You're very one-dimensional listener. You don't know how to dance or play volleyball. This Get is, on our level. This is very specific. I'm sorry. But I was like this. I was, was teaching us how to back set. And like I was the, like. Like the Paso Doble. And me and, me and Carmelo were like, yeah. No, you weren't. That is hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. Is, did it help y'all set better or did y'all still suck? <laughs> Okay, that, that should wrap things up. Thank you guys for listening. Candice, do you have anything you want to say? Um, I don't think so. Um, I mean, just don't be a geep. Don't be a geep, you guys. You know what I mean? Don't be a lame Don't be geep. little geeples. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, geeples? That's like, okay, so we call people sheeples whenever they're, you know, being sheep, yeah. like following the crowd, doing whatever. So now we have geeples. Which is a geek, a creep, and a people? And a sheeple? No. Sheep is... What is sheep? Whenever you're following a geep. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Like... It's a good example without offending anyone. Hitler? Hitler. (laughs) If you're following Hitler, you are a total geeple. You're such a geeple. Don't be a geeple. I stand by what I said. Oh my gosh. You're a geeple. This is the first time I'm leaving the studio while you ending. Bye, Candace. Oh, okay. Bye, Candace. Bye. I guess I'll see you whenever I see you. Okay. Okay. See you around. <laughs> this is so weird. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Love you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.